You are locked hey everybody, on welcome Your back in to Locked on Bama, Luke Robinson, that's me, Tide. Jimmy Star, that's him, Jimmy, are you there? Your team, every day. Oh, uh, the, uh, big house, uh, hey, but what's your thing? Um, no, no, I'm super, thanks for asking. <laughs> I knew, I, as soon as you asked me, I knew I was supposed to do something from yesterday, and I, I, I mentally fumbled. Yeah, it's probably I mean, not my best, uh probably not my best impersonation well it's good to know you're as terrible of a homosexual as you are a heterosexual <laughs> that's true i would be bad at that too you're, you're bad at both you're you're an equal opportunity offender um all right jimmy um first of all let me say this really quickly by the way that man we got some awesome listeners i i really do i appreciate you guys i know jimmy does too thank you guys for the feedback thank you guys for interacting with us on twitter thank you for listening um we just appreciate y'all we really do and i want to get that out of the way the sappiness right out of the way out of the gate um secondly jimmy you and i have been wondering clamoring almost for something that is not necessarily on target or on topic right now for Alabama football. But, you know, we've talked about, hey, shouldn't uh, Sean Alexander be in the NFL Hall of Fame? Well, he's up for it. We were talking about it this week. I know. He's up for it. We're timely. We're we're timely as hell. They came up with 122 players. That's a lot of players. Um, And – uh, apparently he's already been nominated before and he didn't get in, but, um, there are 10 first year eligible players. Well, maybe he wasn't eligible before or, and maybe he was eligible and wasn't nominated. I don't know. Um, but there are a lot of big names on here, like Donovan McNabb, Randall Cunningham, uh, Mike Allstott, and, and, um, and, uh, probably in. Yeah. Eddie George. Do you think, uh, here's a, here's a, a philosophical question for you. It doesn't seem to be fair, but it might be true. Do you think the modern, by modern, I mean today, 2021, do you think the modern devaluation of the running back position is going to hurt Sean, even though he played at a time when running backs were more important, even won the MVP of the league, which would be insane now for a running back. Even Derrick Henry with the numbers he puts up, he's not going to win MVP because the position's been devalued by everybody, including the media. I wonder if that hurt Sean in 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 voting. Um, that's a good question. Uh, it could. I hope awesome. it doesn't. And one other one one other bammer that was nominated is Cornelius Bennett, and I would think he's a shoe in, but um, I, he's obviously you know. not gotten in in the past when he's been eligible for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he played in, in so many consecutive Super Bowls. That team was known really well by the media, by the voters, because, you know, the four straight Super Bowls. So it's kind of confusing to me as to why he's not in. But at the same time, us Alabama fans remember him so well from his exploits at Alabama and literally on the field. I, I mean, I hate that the Saban era fans, the ones that are so young, they only know the Saban era never really got to see someone like Cornelius Bennett because as good as our guys are right now, the crazy good linebacker, I mean, Will Anderson, he's going to belong on the short, short, short list. But, uh, but Cornelius Bennett was, was very much like the, the Will Anderson uh, of, of that era at Alabama. He's Will Anderson good, not Reggie Ragland good, Will Anderson good uh, for, for four years at Alabama. 
it is still crazy to me. I think Biscuit had 15 sacks in his career at Alabama. Derek Thomas had 27 his senior year at Alabama. So, um, of course, they, you know, two different types of players, obviously. And Biscuit had some other big plays in his career, um, notably the, uh, the sack on Steve Berline. But, um, okay, that's that. And, you know, I just thought that was interesting. I hope he gets in. It'll be interesting to see if he does. Uh, but until then, I want to tell you about Rock Auto. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. You know the jingle. You know all about it. Rock Auto is incredible. They've got this easy-to-navigate website. Go check them out ASAP. And the How'd You Hear About Us button, type Locked On Bama. We'd appreciate that. Rock Auto is everything you could need for any car you have. That's right. Anything you need for any car you have at rockauto.com. And it, the site's just so easy. It's just, it's not like all these frills and fluff. It's, it's, what do you need? You need this muffler? Okay. You need this drive shaft? Okay. Whatever. For what model? Uh, 87 Mazda, if Mazdas were even around then. Okay. They got them. Whatever. Rockauto.com. Go check them out today. Also want to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to get that bet in. Use promo code locked on. You get a hundred percent bonus at betonline.ag. Bet on college football, pro football, any kind of football, any kind of basketball, any kind of baseball, any kind of future, reality TV, poker, blackjack, whatever you want. Betonline.ag's got it. If you can't bet on it at betonline.ag, uh, then you might not be able to bet on it anywhere. So betonline.ag is the place to go. Promo code locked on. Go check them out ASAP. Jimmy, another thing that's not necessarily um, involving Alabama today, but the 2022 schedule came out, which I found a little odd for, uh, I mean, we're in the middle of the football season. We don't have a lack of things to discuss, yet the SEC decided to come out with the 22 schedule last night. And I, I'm just like, okay, I, I mean, I, I would have thought y'all could really turn that into an event like the NFL does if you, um, if you did it, I don't know, in March or April or even February or something like that. You could, you could own the day then. But I'm just going to run through it really quickly. Um, Utah State at home on September 3rd. At that's a win. Texas, that's a win. At Texas is also a win, if you ask me. Probably a win. <laughs> Um, Louisiana Monroe and another yet another revenge game against ULM, or is it a thank you game because they sort of made the dynasty? Haven't we not played them since '07? Or no, we played. Them, I think we played them since then. Oh, okay. I'm almost well, positive. Well, probably. I, I like Alabama's chances there. Um, Vanderbilt Commodores on September 24th. That's a win. That's okay. a win. At, at Arkansas. Tough, but probably a win. Tough. They're, man, what's going to happen when they have dudes? Well, wake me up. I mean, they got some – they play hard. I don't know how many dudes they have. There's a difference. Right. <clears throat> um, oh, it's a big difference. But what I'm saying is they're a pretty scary team right now. If they beat Texas A&M this weekend, and they might, I mean, how high are they going to be ranked? And they'll deserve it. I mean, uh, I, I sort of didn't see this coming, even though I recognize they played hard and over their heads a year ago. Uh, and they are a little better this year. And K.J. Jefferson is at least, you know, he's a dangerous quarterback, probably an upgrade over uh, what they had a year ago, even though Felipe Franks was in the NFL inexplicably. But uh, I, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm starting to be sold on Sam Pittman. And I, I admit, man, when they hired him, I thought, well, that was dumb. 
Oh, we all did. I didn't know who he was. I don't think he knew he was here. An I knew he was. I just, I just knew he was an offensive line coach, and, and, and that was all he'd ever been. He hadn't been a coordinator. But, hey, hey, congrats. I mean, Arkansas knew him. They knew him and, uh, and thought it would work. And, uh, wow, so far it is. I, and it's also one of those magical things where I think Sam Pittman can only work at Arkansas. Like, right. Arkansas needed Sam Pittman, and Sam Pitt- Pittman needed Arkansas. That's the only place that combination works. Yeah, I mean, he is a, a cultural fit. Uh, he has a style of football that's popular there. Uh, he's one of them. Uh, but on top of it, Luke, I think what has served Sam Pittman well is uh, his knowledge of the landscape of the SEC. Here's a guy who has coached football in the SEC forever, and he hired a hell of a staff. I'm not so sure that Barry Odom isn't the very best defensive coordinator in the entire SEC. And uh, because Sam Pittman knew the league so well, he went out and hired a damn good SEC staff, and he got these kids to buy in and play hard. And, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Sam Pittman and the Hogs. That'll be a tough game up there next year. So at Arkansas, then A&M at home, at Tennessee. Uh, like, uh, the A&M game will be hard, but I'm glad it's at home. Uh, Tennessee still won't have any dudes. No, none. Um, then at Tennessee, then Mississippi State at home. They got Off nothing. Week. They don't have yeah. Mike Leach is never going to recruit well enough to win big in the SEC. At LSU. Gosh, that, that, that's the wild card game. That could end up being the toughest game all year, or we go down there and win 42-3 to because they're in total disarray. Who the hell knows? And here's the – and then at Ole Miss, so back-to-back, at LSU, at Ole Miss, that's, that's going to be tough. But if Matt Corral does go pro, which I assume he will, then maybe it's not quite as tough, although Lane Kiffin will get somebody there, assuming they are not on probation from the NCAA or some kind of sexual committee. <laughs> Lane Kiffin's put on sexual probation. <laughs> I'm not a uh, Ole Miss to me is a lot like LSU in the sense that I'm like they might be really really good next year or they might be a mess. I don't yeah. know. That's not a that's not a game you want to predict a year in advance. LSU or Ole Miss. Then Austin P. I, now I'm almost positive. I think we played them. Um, didn't we play them in the NCAA tournament in Birmingham the year that we went to Louisville and lost to uh, Providence? And Billy uh, Donovan? I I, I'll be honest. I would be making it. I, I don't recall that. That's very, very, very possible. I, I don't recall it. I just know the whole game. I'm going to be drunkenly yelling, let's go pee. I've always wanted to root, to root that instead of, instead of announcing it as a group project. I've just wanted to cheer, cheer that. Let's go pee. Usually when I say it, I'm usually talking to a bunch of drunk friends drinking beer. Hey, let's go pee. Why do you need a group to go do that? Because uh, a lot of the bathrooms where I go are very dangerous. They're dark, they're dark, dark bathrooms. We can, if we pee together back to back, we can stay safe. We can watch each other's back. Yeah, I've gone to pee at a couple of high school football games that uh, I'm not exactly sure how the hell I got out of the bathroom alive. That's a good point. Um, and finally, of course, Auburn at home. 
Uh, I, have to, I tell you this. I've been uh, – I'm not going to say I'm impressed with Brian Harson. It's just too soon. But in the grand scheme of – if you'd have told me this summer that Auburn would beat the crap out of the two FBS teams, I mean beat the crap out of them, and then be highly competitive in a contested game at Penn State, I'd have gone like, they're not good enough to do that. So apparently they are. So uh, I'm going to give Harson some credit here. Uh, too early. Jury's still out, but uh, pretty good job, apparently, by Harson so far. Let me tell everybody about sweat blocks. It's doctor-created, doctor-recommended, works for up to seven days per use. There's a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's a bestseller on Amazon, currently the number one antiperspirant on Amazon. That's pretty incredible. It's manufactured in the USA. It's been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 positive reviews. Look, you've seen it on the Rachel Ray show. Um, It's just a big deal. If you've got sweat issues, you can put it on, on a Sunday night, wipe it on, go to bed, get up next morning, shower and do your thing. And you don't have to wear an antiperspirant. You you put on deodorant, but don't have to wear an antiperspirant. You won't sweat and like screw up that big meeting you have or that date you have or whatever it is. Look, there are a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. And sweating is excessive. Sweating is definitely one of them. You know, when you're sweating through your shirts for no reason, it's just embarrassing. It sucks. Some of you may know uh, somebody who's dealing with this, or you may be dealing with it, whatever it is. Sweatblock will help you with that. Go to sweatblock.com, sweatblock.com, use promo code locked on for 20% off that order, or you can get it from Amazon or CVS. It's just you don't get to use that promo code. If you go to sweatblock, you get 20% off. Use promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. All right, Jimmy, uh, we'll make this a quick one today because I know you're in route. Um, anything else going on that we need to know about in preparation for Southern Miss? Well, I mean, to me, most of the discussion on the on three board, most of the discussion out there in social media has been fans clamoring for personnel changes in the lineup. Uh, you know, take out this guy, you know, bench Slade. Um, you know, we got to, you know, play more defensive linemen. We should play more with three big guys up front instead of two. Uh, and I read all that stuff, and it is every bit of it's interesting and every bit of it could happen. I would just remind people that in the 14 years that Nick Saban has been here, uh, making wholesale changes in the lineup uh, because we didn't play well in a game uh, has not been something that Nick Saban has routinely or normally done. Uh, and most coaches don't really change their stripes. They just do what they do uh, forever. So uh, we hadn't really seen a lot out of Nick Saban that would indicate to me that uh, that this is what he plans to do. Uh, so I, I don't suspect that we will see wholesale changes. But what I'm personally expecting, Luke, is some level of tweaks. I think there will be some tweaks, Uh, maybe seeing more of a player and and less of the starter, Uh, just to throw out an example, maybe more JoJo Earl, less Slade Bolden, Uh, maybe more Branch and uh, more Malachi Moore on the field at the same time, and less DeMarco Helms, maybe more three-man front uh, instead of two defensive linemen up front. But I just don't suspect, Luke, that we will see what I would call massive change 
lots of changes, like the offensive line. Uh, here's my bet. There's no changes. That, that's what I think will happen. There's no changes. But if there is a change, maybe Damian George at right tackle. Uh, maybe Chris Owen slides back to starting center. Uh, maybe those things. But uh, I think too many people are being too, uh, for lack of a better word, aggressive in their projections about uh, big-time changes in the lineup. I, I just don't see that happening based on Nick's previous behavior. All right, buddy, that'll do it for this episode. I know it was a little bit short, everybody, but we got a gazillion things going on in Jimmy's en route to a big meeting, a big meeting, which is big. code for he's making a Wendy's run. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, buddy, we will talk tomorrow and we'll have our prediction episode. Looking forward to it. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.